Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I have a very special guest for you today, Lauren Fernandez. She is CEO, and she's going to talk to us all about business scalability and branding power. She's going to talk about business growth. And if you're Zooming, if you're tuning in on YouTube, uh, the background is actually real. It's Grand Teton. So we're going to talk about location freedom, time freedom, and I'm happy to welcome Lauren to the stage. Welcome. Thank you so much, Christopher. I'm so excited to hang out with you today. Yeah. Um, I know you... Uh, you um, you know, you are the season leader of Allegro, the business modernization agency. And so tell the audience about your story, your background, and how you got started. Absolutely. So I started a company, um, kind probably like most of the people who are watching this, not particularly on purpose. Uh, I had a passion for communications and was in kind of the right place at the right time. So back when I was in college, you had to have a college email address to be on Facebook. And so I talked a couple of small businesses, including a couple of small physician practices, into letting me run what was back then their social network marketing. That was almost 15 years ago. And today I run Allegro. We're a very successful, uh, what we call a business modernization agency. We help our clients with four core areas of their business. So Obviously, culture is a huge piece of the success of any organization. So we start from a culture perspective. We look at how does your brand align with your culture? And then also, of course, recruitment, especially in the healthcare industry, is so critical right now. So supporting uh, recruitment initiatives and then also marketing solutions. So we look at it from a very holistic perspective to help our clients grow. Yeah, I love that. Um, And I love uh, your energy, your passion. So, we'll, you know, we'll talk about what are marketing strategies for fast growth companies? What are your thoughts on that? Sure. Well, everything with a marketing strategy is all about aligning what you're trying to communicate to a story that really resonates and connects. So if you're looking to recruit new uh, practitioners for your practice, you know, that story is very different than you looking to create a marketing strategy focused around attracting new patients. Um, One of the things that we look at when we're talking about marketing strategy 
strategies is what really makes your story special and unique. Um, you don't want to be, you know, just another orthopedic uh, whose message looks exactly the same as the one down the road. Otherwise, your marketing dollars are not only benefiting you, they're benefiting, you know, your, your competition as well. So we really do a deep dive and say, you know, what are the specialties that you bring to the table that your competition doesn't? Uh, what makes you special? And digging in there before diving, or diving into tactics. Um, but, you know, with a practice that's looking to grow quickly, it can be everything from um, referral partnership marketing strategies, community outreach through social media and influencer marketing. There's a hundred ways to do it. But the most important thing is figuring out what makes you unique, spe- like making sure that message is crystal clear and also short because God only knows. No one's attention span is very long these days. Um, and then coming up with the tactic that makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, for the modern age and we, our shortened attention spans, you talk about you know, these new, you know, low cost, very high growth marketing strategies. And what about recruitment for the modern age? Sure. So recruitment for the modern age starts with culture. How are you offering a a position that's going to be more attractive to, you know, your potential new team member than, you know, the organization, not only down the road these days, but also nationwide, um, because there's so many opportunities that are remote. So looking at your company culture and saying, what are we offering? What are our benefits? What are our, what is our competition doing? Uh, and then coming up with, you know, again, like marketing, smart, smart messaging to help attract those ideal candidates. But getting really, really clear about who you want to hire is is a critical piece of that. Yeah. Um, the other question I had was this um, idea where your, um, you know, physician practices, private practices is kind of going through the wayside because <clears throat> their hospitals are now merging. And then, oh, sure. um, and also like private equity is coming in and buying up mm-hmm. these physicians. There's a lot of consolidation. So absolutely. So how are you driving growth in private equity-backed companies? So that's really where we specialize, is partnering with private equity firms to help them roll up these brands so that they can create bigger impact. Um, Especially as a physician, you're looking at, you know, you always want to have an exit strategy. Starting with the end in mind is the true way that you reach financial freedom as a physician. Um, Because at the end of the day, you know, when you're further down in your career, you don't want to continue doing surgery or seeing patients. Like you want to have something that has uh, a viable exit strategy. And private equity is a great exit strategy for a lot of physicians uh, that we work with. So when you're looking at what could be my exit strategy or how could I potentially attract uh, private equity, it's very similar to a lot of the things we've already been talking about. You know, what is my message strategy? You know, do I have well um, structured processes within my organization that can be scaled and integrated into a larger practice? Those are just some of the things, you know, what does my EBITDA look like? Those are some of the things that PE firms are looking for. How and what effect of uh, artificial intelligence are you um, seeing on your strategies and how you're developing, sorry, as you're delivering value and helping clients? So for us, the power of AI in the communications world is 
the streamlining of research. The internet is so vast these days. And to be able to utilize tools uh, with AI to streamline that process is so critical to streamlining efficiency. So our team is currently using AI for a lot of different uh, recruitment, marketing, culture uh, initiatives. And it's focused on, you know, getting that research done as quickly as possible and then adding the human touch to it. So whether you're utilizing it to generate ideas for social media posts or developing a process around how are we going to recruit you know, our newest set of nurses, letting AI generate that starting point for you and then, you know, customizing it to align with the operational initiatives of your own organization, you know, can really speed some things up. So we're definitely uh, constantly testing. Our team has a fun little uh, get together that they do. Uh, so our team is fully remote. We used to have a 7,000 square foot office in St. Petersburg, Florida, pre-pandemic. Um, but in our own um, optimization of our culture, we did go fully remote. Uh, so we have a virtual get together that we do on a weekly basis that uh, they call it in case you didn't know. And so one of the things that they're constantly looking at is what you know new AI tools are out there that can help in stream streamlining anything we're doing. Um, so there's there's so much opportunity. Yeah. And how are you fostering work-life balance in fast growth businesses? That's a great question. And it's definitely a challenging one. Um, so you mentioned that my background is real. Um, I am in the Grand Tetons right now. Um, my husband and I really have been huge advocates for being able to build a life that you love uh, and still being super productive and successful because it's totally possible these days in a way that it wasn't maybe even a decade ago, um, whether that's through remote work, um, boundaries, but we actually sold everything that we own. We had the big house, the fancy cars, uh, all in St. Petersburg, Florida about five years ago, uh, decided to sell it all and started traveling full time. So we spend about 50% of our time here in the States uh, traveling in an Airstream van and 50% of it international just traveling the world. But doing so, working remote the entire time, and we've been able to continue to grow and scale our company uh, while we do it. And it means that I have a cooler background than almost anybody in the room typically. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that was a Zoom background, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're embodying, you know, you've got financial, you've got location, you've got time. You got health freedom, um, you know, true. This is like the four uh, pillars of freedom. And how do you how do you build a dynamic culture for business growth, um, you, you know, with a nomadic um, uh, lifestyle? So it's all about, you know, true, I think, leadership in building great quality culture. Um, I think it's one thing for us to be able to lead and live a lifestyle that embodies that. But, you know, showing that in more than just, I think transparency as a leader is a big piece of it. So for example, when our team, um, you know, comes on calls, I'm not always dressed up like this. I'm a big believer in how important your health is. And so I'm a big marathoner. And so some mornings if I have a long run, I'm coming into our team's, you know, daily huddle stand up, my hair is in a bun and I am sweaty and gross. But I can still perform at the exact same level doing that, taking care of my health. Um, and so, you know, they see us and see me living that life um, and also encouraging them to do the same. That's a constant conversation. We do uh, one-to-ones or what we call O3s for our organization, for the team members that, uh, you know, each of our managers manage. And we're part, part of those conversations are, you know, what are you excited about? 
you know, how are you feeling about your work-life balance? What are you doing outside of work um, that you're finding joy in? Uh, so incorporating that into the conversations, although may have been, you know, a little more, you know, not as cool 10 years ago to really craft a culture that's based around, you know, the human beings that, you know, work and thrive in your company. Some of those conversations are, you know, totally normal. Um, so that's part of how we do it. We also encourage our clients uh, to do similar things. And maybe that particular example doesn't make sense for your business, but it's about, you know, who you are as a leader and how you're fostering uh, the culture that you want, you want to be building. And uh, talk about creating business scalability and branding power. Everything that we do for our clients is about building scalability. And so that's why we focus on those four core areas of communication as far as culture, branding, recruitment, and marketing go. Because if you can figure out how to align all four of those elements, your organization is really going to be set to scale. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an overnight thing to do. What we look at is we say, okay, where are our biggest opportunities within those four areas to make the biggest impact the fastest? Um, I can promise you the answer is never social media marketing. <laughs> um, it's always going to be something that, you know, is more core to your company. It can create more of a trickle down effect. But those are the things that we look at for how do we, you know, create the biggest impact, the fastest um, to create growth and scale. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I really love this, um, this idea that you're doing in your company. How can people contact you? follow you, reach out to you, um, you know, check out your work, et cetera. Sure. So you can find us at Allegro.com. Um, of course, we're on all of the fun social media channels as well. And yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn at Lauren uh, Dam. Yeah. And for all the audience out there, let's thank Lauren for coming out to the show and um, giving her knowledge and expertise and all of her resources will be in the links and show notes and Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Christopher. It was a pleasure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next